Is Tim Cook responsible for the failure of the original HomePod? We're going to look at that in today's bonus episode. What's up guys, it's Geeks Corner here with the announcement that Apple is going to be killing off the original HomePod. We wanted to look at the reasons of why it was a failed product and ultimately why the blame should lie with Tim Cook himself. And to do that we're going to look back a little bit about Siri because the main reason I think that uh, the HomePod failed was not only just the price but because of Siri itself. Now. Siri obviously is the main brains behind it, however you've got more capable smart assistants out there such as the Google Home and Alexa as well and I think obviously price being so high compared to those speakers was a major turn off for a lot of people, however for those that did invest it like myself, uh, Siri's voice assistant is just absolutely awful. Now when Siri first was announced it looked really good, it was promising, it was way ahead of anything else out there. And I remember looking back at the original adverts and when it was first announced at WWDC in 2011 and how it promised to change the way we interacted with our machines. And so looking back, first of all, for those who don't know, Siri was a spin-off from a project originally developed by the SRI International Artificial Intelligence Center and its focus obviously was on speech recognition and then that was then later acquired by Apple and then was finally introduced with the iPhone 4S in October 2011 and for anyone who actually didn't see the keynote uh, this is just a little clip of where they actually talk about how Siri is going to be revolutionary to ourselves and the way we interact with uh, these intelligent machines. This is really cool. It's a feature all about our voice. Because for decades, technologists have teased us with this dream that you're gonna be able to talk to technology and it'll do things for us. Haven't we seen this before over and over? But it never comes true. We have very limited capability. You just learn a syntax, call a name, dial a number, play a song. It is such a letdown. What we really wanna do is just talk to our device. Ask a simple question. What's the weather going to be like today? And get a response. In fact, we don't want to be told how to talk to it. We want to talk to it any way we'd like. Someone else might ask, will it rain in Cupertino? Or is the weather going to get worse today? Or do I need an umbrella today? And your device, in this case your phone, will figure out what you mean and help you get what you want done. That's a feature in the iPhone 4S we call Siri. Siri is your intelligent assistant. It helps you get things done just by asking. So as you can see, even then they were saying how difficult it was for us to interact with our machines and how Siri was going to change all that. And that keynote was in October 2011 and Steve Jobs had resigned as CEO of Apple on August 24th. 2011 and obviously named Tim Cook as the new CEO but obviously uh, Steve had been suffering with cancer for a while and so Tim Cook had been running things uh, on his behalf for a while and so obviously Siri would have been greenlit by both of them and if they continued to push it 
then obviously it would have grown. However, it quickly started to go downhill from there because once it was released, it was said that uh, it obviously its recognition was really good. And then the praise soon turned then to say that it... But then praise soon turned to criticism where there was stiff user requirements of having lack of flexibility and lack of information for certain nearby places and its inability to understand certain English accents. And I remember the first Siri advert and I remember how good it sounds. So even though there was some negative press there, I still remember the positive adverts on there. And if you don't remember it, this is what the actual advert sounds like. We have a flat tire. How do I tie a bow tie again? What's the fastest way to Hartford Hospital? Do I need an umbrella in New York this weekend? Remind me to call Chris when I get home. Move my meeting from three to four. What does a weasel look like? Remind me to get milk when I leave work. Tell my wife I'm gonna make it. Wake me up at six. Play some cold train. I'm locked out. I found three locksmiths fairly close to you. Say hello to the most amazing iPhone yet. Now, at this point of the podcast, I usually have a sponsored section. However, today, this one is going to be towards my daughter. She's 10 years old, and she is going to be cutting her hair really short again uh, for the Princess Trust charity. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's for children who suffer with cancer, and it helps them with providing wigs and things like that. Now, my daughter did this a few years ago and was able to raise over £450. Obviously, with a pandemic and people losing their jobs, we appreciate that's a, a high ask of people. So we set the target this time of just £150, and I'm pleased to say that we're already almost at that less than 24 hours later. So if anybody can donate anything, even if it's a pound or more, then that would be great. And if we can push us over the target, every penny goes to the Little Princess Trust charity, and we will have links in the description as well. And thanks for that, and back now to our podcast. that was the advert now at the time i had an iphone 4 that was my first actual iphone and i bought it just before the 4s by a couple of months uh, i'd come out and i wasn't really following apple massively then just like i am now however uh, i knew that once i heard serious and again flipping heck i want that uh, and i remember the voiceover thing that was going on just before that uh Kind of, kind of did like you could ask the time of things, but it sucked compared to Siri. And then after watching the adverts, I was like, yes, I definitely want that. Uh, and I didn't actually get uh, an, a, an iPhone. And then I didn't get another iPhone until the iPhone 5 when I got Siri. Um, but in that meantime, I remember thinking, when are we going to get Siri like that in the UK? It actually sucked that... It was only in America that you could ask you different questions and like the rain and things like that. You couldn't actually get that here in the UK. And I can just remember just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then when Siri came, I thought, yes, fantastic. But then over the time then, it just seems to have stagnated. It hasn't grown. Even back in 2011, they were saying that you could get Siri to read your text messages with a Bluetooth headset. Uh, and I'll put that clip in here now. So what I'd like to do is invite Scott Forstall back up to give us a demo of Siri. Now sometimes your phone is, is locked in your pocket and you're in a hands-free environment, so you might have a Bluetooth headset on and you receive a text message or an iMessage and you hear it come in, but it's in your pocket and you don't want to take it out of your pocket. So 
with Siri, you can just ask Siri to read it to you. So you can just press on that button on the Bluetooth headset. I'll simulate it by pressing the home button here, but this can all be done hands-free. And just ask Siri, read my message. New message from Phil Schiller. When can we have lunch? So it reads it hands-free to me. You can reply or read it again. So before I reply, I think I want to have lunch on Friday. Hands-free now, I can just ask Siri about my calendar. I can ask it, do I have any meetings Friday at noon? You don't have anything on your calendar for this Friday at 12 p.m. Fantastic. So let me go ahead and reply to Phil now that I can make it. Reply, I can do Friday. Here's your reply to Phil Schiller. Ready to send it? I can uh, respond with my voice or I can just tap on the button, so I'll go ahead and respond. Okay, I'll send your message. Now you notice I said reply. I didn't say reply to Phil Schiller. Siri is following along the conversation just like a human does and knows when I said reply, I met Phil. So that was 2011, and now since then, uh, Siri has pretty much stagnated all along. And they're even touting the same features, say, 10 years later when the AirPods 2 and AirPods Pro come out, saying, yes, you can now get Siri to read your text messages to you, and you can reply all from your AirPods without having to use your hands and that. And, yeah, it's great that you can actually flick that feature on so it automatically reads to you without having to tap your AirPods or things like that. But in 10 years, if that's the only thing that they've actually changed and improved is a little switch in your menu that says that Siri can automatically read the text as it comes in, then that just shows to me that Siri has been left abandoned on a shelf and actually hasn't improved in 10 years for something as simple as reading the text messages, let alone all the other things you can do. Now, yes, I do appreciate that Siri has done other things like allows you to control your smart lights and things like that. And in previous years, especially when the HomePod came out, I actually did a demonstration of when I started controlling my smart lights. I compared it to Google and Alexa. And yeah, the HomePod was faster in turning my lights off by a couple of seconds on each one. And that was fantastic. Speed is great. And you don't always get the reply just before it turns off a light. And yeah, I don't always need a reply. I just want it, the task done. But if that means trading a couple of extra seconds, but getting Google to give me the information that I want there and then, then I'm going to take that over the fact that Siri can't even display simple things like the rugby score and things like that in my area because it just doesn't understand what I'm asking it for. I can ask it a million and one ways and it's not going to give it to me. Now, like I say, Tim Cook obviously was part of the team. He was CEO when that was announced and in those 10 years now, he hasn't said to them, look guys, we need to sort this out we need to get this up and running we need to make siri faster smarter stronger because we've been overtaken if that was me i would have probably either fired a few people or hired a new lot of people to get it in or ripped shreddy to shreds and started from scratch to get it to improve now yeah it's improved in other things but overall it's just not anywhere near where you'd expect siri to be in 10 years and i think that is one of the main reasons why people are not going to be buying or didn't buy the original HomePod for the price and the fact that Siri sucks. Now, sound quality, yes, I use it sometimes now for music around the house. When I first came out, it got me to subscribe to Apple Music, and I was enjoying music through it because it was really good. But ultimately, Siri was the letdown. I run it a few timers. I couldn't get it to do many other things. So then out came Google, and I started using the Google Assistants and Alexas, and now I've got Google Homes all around my home. And so the quality of the music from the HomePod isn't being enjoyed now because I've now got more room filling audio, which actually 
kind of compensates. So when I'm walking around listening to my music, yeah, it's not high fidelity compared to the HomePod. But again, if you're an audiophile, you know that that's not high fidelity either. But I'm getting sound around my room and I'm getting an assistant that's actually really, really useful. And I think that is why they have to kill off the original HomePod when they can make cheaper HomePods. And yeah, people are buying the $99 ones. And that's more comparable to your slightly more expensive uh, Nest Audios from Google and your taller cylinders from Amazon Echoes as well. And yes, you probably get in slightly better sound out of those devices. But again, then you are going to be having that trade-off. Now, if a user is spending uh, about $100 or £100, then great they probably are going to use it a lot for timers and music and things like that but when it comes to using the assistant they're going to think flipping heck this actually sucks um but obviously apple are going to sell a lot more of that because for 100 pounds you're not going to compare as much because the needs aren't as great as that but when you're asking somebody to pay 300 to 350 pounds for the original HomePod, and you've got siri that actually is really terrible then you are way pricing yourself out of the market there and ultimately that failure is down to Tim Cook as CEO and who's actually in charge of making sure that Apple is a company that provides great products and obviously makes a profit for their board members and at the moment it's just not happening with that HomePod so that is why they had to kill off the HomePod. So that's it for today's bonus episode guys I hope that you found that useful Thanks for listening and I will catch you on the next one.